But first up, we're going to chat with Bukhawan Zimande about the Greenpeace ship that has arrived in Cape Town. Good evening, Bukhawa. Good evening. How are you? Not too bad, and you? Good, thanks. So tell me, has the ship already arrived or it's still arriving? The ship arrived yesterday with a glorious celebration and dancers just welcoming it to the V&A waterfront. So it is here. Okay, brilliant. So first question, why is it here? So the ship that's here is one of three um, that we have that have really been, they're quite iconic and closely linked to Greenpeace's identity and some of the activism work that we are able to do specifically in the oceans, in areas that we cannot access as easily. They've pioneered some of that work and being able to give us the platform to raise even or heighten the awareness around um, issues around the environment. Um, and the main reason why it's made a stop in South Africa is because um, this is the South African leg of the Pole to Pole Protect the Oceans campaign, which was really an expedition of discovery, of research, um, exposés, of really um, one of the impacts that uh, our oceans are facing from either pollution um, or um, deep sea mining, illegal uh, exp- explorations and things of that sort. Um, and this has been it's a year-long expedition or campaign. And the ships have really sailed from the Arctic, um, making their way to Antarctic. Um, so it stopped in Cape Town as one of its legs. And the focus here really is around uh, plastic pollution as well as overfishing because we do have fishing communities um, on the western coast. So that's one of the main reasons why it's here. And it is open to people coming to look around and see what's happening and get information and learn more about what you guys do? Yes, so over and above really just um, amplifying the work that the campaign is doing or pushing for. Um, The ship will be open from um, tomorrow morning um, at 8, from 8 to half past 3, as well as on Sunday, where, like you're mentioning, that the public will be free to come and learn more about the work that Greenpeace is doing, not only in our oceans, but some of the local South African and broader Greenpeace Africa campaigns. Um, so we do encourage everybody, if you're in Cape Town um, and uh, the V&A waterfront is well within your reach, we have two days to just come and really learn more about what Greenpeace is doing. And and what is your capacity? I mean, the last time um, I went to go and see a ship on the waterfront, there were so many queues that they had to stop people off because the ship wasn't that big a ship. So it was just hard to get a lot yeah. of people onto the ship at once. So what is the capacity of, um, it's the Arctic, Arctic Sunrise, is that correct? Yes, so the Arctic Sunrise, she's really um, one of our smallest. She's actually the smallest, but she's quite feisty. <laughs> and I thought I should mention that because she's an icebreaker and a lot of the work that she's done is around research. Um, and answering your question around capacity, um, we don't have set numbers. Um, we, the last time that the ship was here, we had about 50,000, um, not 55,000 people really come onto our ship over the five days. So the space is limited in that we can't take hundreds of people at the same time but on the on the key side of the ship there will be numerous activities um, to keep the family entertained while raising awareness um, around some of the environmental impacts that we see are specifically focused on on oceans
Okay, so just to uh, to our listeners, if you've just joined us, you are listening to After 11 with Anne Wenzel. And currently on the line, we are speaking to Bukawa Nzimande, who is a climate and energy campaigner. And we are talking about the fact that the Greenpeace ship, the Arctic Sunrise, has arrived. It is at the V&A waterfront and it is open for you to visit and find out more about what they do. This is part of the campaign to drive awareness. And um, as Bukal was just uh, told us a few minutes ago, it's it's one of three ships and they want to, um, it's a global campaign and they want to make people aware of what they do and what they do in Africa. Mm. So what is what other initiatives are you involved in that you specifically want people in Cape Town and South Africa to know about and potentially mm. get involved in? Okay. So we, we the main campaign that is, um, of course, Greenpeace Africa has um, four regional offices, but the office in South Africa specifically focuses on a lot of climate work, which um, is intersect, um, um it has different layers to it, really, um, as well as energy. So a lot of our work is basically highlighting that um, we know that South Africa is a fossil fuel heavy uh, country. We use a lot of fossil fuels. Um, Our electricity sector is driven mainly by fossil fuels. So a lot of our work is raising awareness around that and advocating or pushing for the renewable space to sort of be opened up and explored. Um, But this um, global campaign also ties in quite closely to some of the work that we're doing around oceans. Um, And the question that you're asking is what can people actually do to rally behind some of our work is, um, I'll speak specifically to the campaign that's running, is one of the reasons why Protect the Oceans is so important to us Greenpeace um, in general is because it's trying to push uh, for a robust and strong United Nations Global Oceans Treaty, which basically says um, we need our oceans or 30% of the high seas. Uh, and these are um, ocean areas that are beyond uh, national borders um, and, and boundaries, which are often really left for people to do as they please. So there are a lot of illegal activities that are happening in these areas because they, for the longest time, were not accessible um, and were not really explored. But we're seeing a lot more of uh, illegal, unauthorized, unregulated activities happening there. And the high seas are really important for just keeping us alive because the oceans are the second lungs um, to the world. We often speak of forests and often not think about them. Um, they help in regulating the climate and knowing that the climate crisis is affecting them, it's sort of like a, um, it's a double slap really. So there is a lot of awareness raising that's going on. Um, I mentioned earlier that plastic pollution um, is often one that people sort of go or scheme over uh, because it is actually a huge problem that we are facing not only in South Africa but in all across uh, the world's coast, coastal lines. Um, so that's also just really important. So we have uh, volunteer groups uh, that are running across South Africa. So people can really, if they feel that this is something that they identify with um, and protecting the oceans, and not only that, but protecting our environment and ensuring that our social justice uh, is upheld, environmental justice is upheld um, in South Africa. That's how they can get involved. Um, and with this specific campaign, there's a petition that's running. It's already been signed by over 2 million people that are saying, yes, we want a strong and robust 
treaty that will ensure that oceans or 30% of the high seas are protected by 2030. So those are just some of the practical ways that um, people who are listening can support the current running and existing campaign. So that sounds completely amazing. Um, you guys are clearly telling us what to do with our weekend because it sounds like it's going to be so interesting as well as informative, especially when you go to the part where you say the Arctic sunrise is an icebreaker. Cause I, yes. you know, I find that very interesting. And I mean, just the, the, the mechanics of the, the power that the ship needs to be able to do that kind of thing mm. and withstand that kind of pressures. Um, it's just, a, it's just amazing to me. And I don't have an engineering mind at all, but I, I find those kind <laughs> Kinds of things really amazing and then of course also mm. to just to learn more of what you do and be part of your campaign um, I think that's that's excellent as well and this accessibility so let's just remind everybody the ship mm. is at the VNA um, yes where exactly what is it close to so it's docked at jetty 2 Right. Which is so if you are standing by the wheel where people can have amazing yes. rides and views of the VNA, mm. um, if you're looking right across, you'll see her. She's bright and green and has a huge Greenpeace sign uh, across her. But we'll have a lot of our teams on the ground at the VNA uh, with signboards and signage specifically from tomorrow morning. So it's very hard to miss. You will, you notice that the VNA is mostly blue and white. Mm. So um, our green shows stand is, out. It stands out. Um, yeah, where it's docking. Okay, great. And um, you, your times because it's tomorrow and Sunday. And it's tomorrow and Sunday. Um, the gates will open officially at nine a.m. Um, and they will close at three thirty p.m. for both the days. Um, advice is that you come early, um, get everybody while they're still fresh, just to miss the queues uh, if that's your time, or also later on in the day, that's when we tend to see fewer numbers. Okay, great. Bukawan Zemande, Greenpeace, thank you so much for taking the time, and this sounds really exciting. I'm definitely going to try and get there. Um, Yeah, because, and and, you know, it, it just sounds like, Take the whole family, take all your friends, go and learn the part of saving our amazing planet. Thank you so much. Sure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, then. Have a great weekend. Sure. Thank you. Bye-bye.